Hi, and welcome back to Jen and Dan's Natural Living with Plants. Last week, we talked about um, why we eat plant-based, why that's important, and what some of the difficulties are, you know, how to be successful eating plant-based. Um, but something that we want to go into, especially now that we're entering into the new year, is uh, cleansing and detox. So, so many people ask us, why do you need to detox? You have these kidneys, you have this liver, they're supposed to be doing all this for you. There is no reason to cleanse or detox. But when you look at it, you know, years ago, we didn't live in a place where we had all these chemical factories. We didn't have um, problems with wastewater, um, the dirty air, all these different chemicals. I can't remember, and maybe you know, um, Daniel, but there's so many chemicals that are being created and imported here in the U.S. for our different um, products in our foods and, and on our skin, you know, our healthcare products, our skincare products, um, our clean cleansers, all these chemicals are coming in. And a lot of them are even banned in other countries. But a lot of people here think that they're safe because they're allowed to be put into our products. But they are considered safe until proven otherwise. And so we are exposing ourselves to so many different toxins that people were not exposed to um, even a hundred years ago, but go back even further. And so our body is just getting overwhelmed with all these different chemicals from what we're breathing, what we're drinking, what we're eating, what we're washing our skin with, um, what we're washing our hair with, you know, so many different things. And so we do have to pay attention um, not only to that, once you know, you know, you have to start eliminating those things, but then you have to clean up everything. You know, if your liver is trying to process your hormones and break down its natural processes, and you're also eating toxins, and you're drinking toxins, and you're breathing dirty air, your liver has got to choose what it needs to um, work on first. And so it wraps up what it can't handle right now and stuffs it in mucus. That's why you get the enlarged liver. You know, if you see, usually it's men, older men, they have this really large belly as their liver has gotten bigger and hardened um, as it's stuffing and storing to process other chemicals coming in. And so you may not see that in everyone, but fatty liver disease is one of the most common diseases um, right now. Um, it's just growing and growing and it's not from alcohol. It's from other chemicals and sugars, mostly high fructose corn syrup for your sodas and things like that. But that is why we need to focus on cleansing. Um, Daniel, do you have something else to add um, to that? Your thoughts on why we need to cleanse and detox? <clears throat> well, I saw an estimate last week that since the Industrial Revolution, there have been over 87,000 new man-made chemicals added to our environment. Wow. The human body was not designed to be able to deal with that on its own. I mean, maybe before the Industrial Revolution, maybe our bodies were, were able to detox because we weren't exposed to all these man-made chemicals. And people don't understand these man-made chemicals, the body... They're inorganic, so the body cannot get rid of them on its own. And this is starting to uh, overburden our organs of elimination, like the liver, the kidneys, our bowels. And so other studies are showing that most of our modern-day diseases like cancer, autoimmune diseases, diabetes, heart disease, 
some of these environmental toxins play a role in development of these diseases. Mm -hmm. So that's why in our field of natural healing, we always recommend detoxification because the body is overburdened. And as long as these pathways are clogged with these toxins, the body cannot heal itself. Right, yeah, because, and throw in what most people are eating. Oh, God, you know, if yeah. If you're not eating healthy foods and you're being exposed to all these chemicals, it's just so much. Your body, if, if, if we just took everything out away, everything else away, the chemicals, let's say we're breathing pure, clean air, we're drinking nice, clean water, we're only using organic products on our hair and skin and clean, cleaning products. If we're not eating real whole foods, if we're eating a lot of animal products, a lot of um, pasteurized dairy, we're eating heated oils and chips, flowers, um, things like that, not flowers like that grow out in your garden, flowers <laughs> as in yeah. processed wheat, processed, um, other processed grains, um, any of those then our body creates acid um, when it's breaking those foods down and those acids also have to be processed. And so not only are we breaking down our own natural processes, our body creates acid just in regular digestion. So if I'm eating a um, mostly raw vegan diet, I'm still creating acid as I'm digesting those foods and I'm processing hormones and all of these things. And that's what my body is made to do. But then when I throw in these man-made foods, you know, if you think back hundreds of years ago, they weren't making fried chicken. Fried <laughs> chicken and waffles, definitely that was not happening. <laughs> so, <laughs> donuts, you know, cakes, cookies, pastries, you know, everyone says, oh, but it's the holidays. I have to eat these foods. And I do too. Mine are a little bit healthier than than some of them. So, I mean, I'm not saying don't enjoy anything ever, um, but just keep in mind that your body wasn't made to handle this. And so if you're going to choose to eat things like that, then you need to make sure you're looking around your, your environment, what else is going on in your environment to keep you healthy. Because if you're doing all these other things, not paying attention, you know, using like hairsprays and I don't know, your different cleaning products. So many people use um, harsh cleansers, um, the hand sanitizers, you know, they're just clearing off their microbiome here, killing off these things that are helping their body. And then they're clogging up the liver too. So I think it's really important to do a cleanse. I know for me, I have a program where we do a deep cleanse twice a year, but we do a reset seasonally and I think that everyone should do it at least once a year um what are your thoughts on how often you should cleanse uh once a year is a really good start but as polluted as things are I think that we should probably try to do a cleanse like every three months that's what I try to do because um well, also, I live by Fort McClellan, so <laughs> this is known as the toxic town. So I, I also, as far as like, I do believe in doing a deep cleanse, but also I think we should be doing something on a regular basis, whether it's taking some charcoal every day, some bentonite clay, something that can trap and, and move toxins out of the body. Of course, eat our raw foods and our juices every day. Mm -hmm. exercise to you know get our sweat going lymphatic system moving i think that in today's world it's so polluted that we need to 
do something every day to help our body relieve the toxic burden. So yeah, oh, daily also detox. lots of water. Go ahead. Yes. Yeah, I said in daily. Yeah, just the daily detox. Yes. 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 Yeah, so daily. Yes, yeah, starting your day with water. So yeah. definitely, if you start your day with coffee, whether or not you believe caffeine is harmful or helpful to you, um, if you start your day with coffee, coffee is very dehydrating. So you're waking up yeah. after fasting for hopefully seven to nine hours. Um, so your body's dehydrated. You need to hydrate your body. Well, putting coffee in there, which is dehydrating, isn't the right choice. So if you could at least have a glass of water first, if you're going to choose to have your coffee, try not to have your coffee. Um, but even if you can have, and a lot of people, they'll wake up and have a quart of water when they wake up. Sometimes they'll put a little bit of apple cider vinegar or a little bit of lemon juice in there to help. Um, just, I know I have lots of water first thing. Um, in the morning and then I, I drink herbal teas I don't have um, coffee but yeah. I think that's the great way yeah just start the day start your cleanse or your natural detox and if you do drink coffee you need to drink organic coffee because the other coffee is there they're you know they call it a dirty dozen as far as like the dirtiest fruits and vegetables well coffee falls in with this if it's not organic so yes and it's usually high in mold too yes yes yeah yeah and so if you're prone to mold you definitely want to look for um different forms of coffee yeah it's also good to eat organic as much as possible i know it's not easy but yes yes we didn't even talk about that so you could eat a raw vegan diet but if you're eating those that are the dirty dozen conventionally grown then you are taking those toxins in and so you do need to pay attention to that as far as cleansing um, the body. So let's think about some other things that we do every day. So we drink lots of water, um, eat a raw, at least one, a raw salad every day, raw vegetables every single day. So even if we don't um, eat raw vegan most of the time or all the time, at least one large salad um, or raw vegetables, if it's not a salad, sometimes I call them a salad, even though it's not really a salad, but we need those raw fruits and vegetables for those enzymes that are naturally occurring um, for our body. We need to feed our body the right fiber and add all those enzymes that are required for all the different actions in the body. And then other things that we do are, like you said, active every day, sweating, moving the body. We have this lymphatic system, um, which removes all the toxins out of the body, but it doesn't flow like your heart. It doesn't have a pump. We have to move our body to get the lymphatic system to move, to help to remove any of the toxins that move to the lymph nodes. We don't know a lot about the lymph nodes unless you've studied further. Um, it's just something that hasn't really been taught that much. Usually we only hear about the lymph nodes when we hear about cancer. And you know, when it spreads to the lymph nodes, then we're in trouble. Well, that's because that's where your toxins go. We want them to move out. We need them to get out of the body. And so we can do things like um, dry skin brushing. Um, that's a great way to get lymphatic flow. Um, like I said, moving the body, any muscle contractions, those help to pump your lymph um, through. Um, using things like um, castor oil packs. Um, I know in my programs, I recommend that people use castor oil packs at least on the lower abdomen every morning to help with the elimination. But if it's somebody with a chronic illness, then we will alternate 
castor oil pack on the liver one day, castor oil pack on the lower bowel the next day. And we just go back and forth one day here, one day here, just to help pump everything clean, pull stuff out of the liver, and then the next day remove it from the lower bowel. Um, do you have, and you, so you mentioned charcoal. So tell us a little bit more about um, using charcoal and bentonite clay. <clears throat> I like to use it, I mean, uh, like maybe a teaspoon of bentonite clay and a teaspoon of charcoal, just add it to some water and drink it. I usually use that when I'm doing a bowel cleanse. Mm. But bentonite clay is so powerful in absorbing toxins, it can be used to uh, purify water. I've seen studies out of India where they take polluted water, put it in a bucket, and throw uh, about a pound of bentonite clay in the bucket, and they let it sit for about an hour. And when they test the water, the water is a lot cleaner than it was before they used the clay. Wow. So, and you remember Dr. Schultz, he had that in one of his formulas, the um, intestinal formula two. Mm -hmm. because it, I think the clay also absorbs radioactive materials as well. Mm, probably so. Do you, so you do that daily or just when you're doing your cleanse? Just while I'm doing the cleanse. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know if it's probably, it's probably not good to do it all the time with the clays because they're so absorbable. Mm -hmm. I also believe in giving the body a break after a certain, after a few weeks of cleansing, I believe you should give everybody at least a week or two to, you know, to kind of rest because we don't want to cleanse all the time because, you know, cleansing is kind of a, 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 I don't want to say a breaking down of things, but it is breaking down things. Mm -hmm. But once we do that, we also want to build back up. So, you know, in the school of natural healing, usually they'll cleanse on six week intervals and mm -hmm. take a week off. Mm -hmm. After six months, they'll take a month off. Mm -hmm to let the body regenerate and, you know, rebuild the body. Um, as far, I want to say one quick thing too, we we're talking about how important it is to hydrate. We had to really make sure our water is clean too, because a lot of this tap water, it just adds more right. to your, your toxic burden. So. Right. Right. Um, and we'll hear, we should probably have a whole session on water, actually. Yes, yeah, I was just about to get off on another tangent. Uh, I it's easy to do. Yeah, yeah. let's <laughs> save that because I was going to talk more about the, the chemicals in there and how they affect the other organs of the body. Um, yeah. So we'll save that. Um, but I was thinking with the bentonite clay and the charcoal, uh, maybe one of the reasons that we don't want to do it every day is because it will absorb your other nutrients. And so yes. if you... You need to be able to absorb vitamins and minerals and, and things like that too. And so it's, it's great to use when you are cleansing, but it's not something that you want to do daily. So at the School of Natural Healing, whenever someone starts on a program or they come in, you know, with chronic illness or something like that, um, the first thing we do is a three-day juice cleanse. And so do you want to talk more about the three-day juice cleanse? Sure. Um <clears throat> They usually it's a um, uh, it's called a mono juice cleanse. So what that means is you choose a juice you want to use. It either could be apple juice, carrot juice, or grape juice. Which grape juice is going to be kind of tough, especially if you're going to juice it yourself. You can use store bought juice, but I really don't. I don't like that. So I would recommend carrot or apple juice. So you pick which either one, and then you're going to. As soon as you wake up in the morning, you're going to drink a glass of distilled water. 
And 30 minutes later, you'll drink a glass of juice. And every 30 minutes, you're going to either be drinking water or juice throughout the day. They also recommend taking, I want to say, one tablespoon of olive oil three times a day during this cleanse to lubricate the bile ducts and the colon to make sure that you are eliminating. And you'll also be taking the lower bowel formula because like we always talk about on this channel or this podcast, <laughs> it's important, especially if you're cleansing, it's very important to be having bowel movements because these toxins have to get out. And the biggest way they get out is through the bowels. So, uh, and, this, and, and we do this for three days. And if you get hungry at night and you're drinking apple juice, you can have an apple or two. If you're drinking carrot juice, you can eat a carrot or two. But I'm going to say this, that the hunger will go away. I've done a 95-day juice fast before, and I didn't get hungry. Wow. It, at, at first, you will, but your body will adjust to it. Mm -hmm. And... uh what else do you add, Jennifer? Did I miss anything on that claim? Um, I'll usually do apple cider vinegar, cayenne, oh. and molasses. Oh, yeah. Too. That's it. Um, yes, molasses because it's so high in minerals. Yes. Um, and then the cayenne just because it's great for circulation and the apple cider vinegar to help draw any of the inorganic minerals to help to uh, dissolve any of those to help them pass through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now I've done it a few times. I've only done the three days. I've never done beyond. Um, but for me, I do get hungry. Um, maybe it's because I haven't gone beyond the three days, but I get bored with it. Like oh, I yeah. love uh, my, I don't know. I mean, you see what I post every day, what I eat. I like a lot of variety and a lot of different ingredients. And so about three or four o'clock, I'm like, I don't want any more. I just can't do it. Yeah. I'm just like, I don't want any more of this apple juice or any more of this carrot juice or whatever. So another thing that I hear from people is they're afraid to drink apple juice or carrot juice because of their blood sugar. Yeah. Um, well, I've seen different things about this. I've heard some scientific studies show that if the juice is raw and it has its own enzymes, it doesn't affect the blood sugar as much because the enzymes helped break it down. You can also dilute the juice 50-50 with water. Yeah. And you chew it. I mean, Christopher said you chew it. It's kind of like you swish it in your mouth. Yes. And it combines with your saliva to help it digest. And mm -hmm. but if you're it, it, I don't know, if you're diabetic, I guess you should still check your blood sugar if you're gonna do it. And it, if 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 it goes up, you may have to switch to something like celery juice or something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do a vegetable juice, a green juice. Yeah. Yeah, if that's a problem for you. If you're concerned about your blood sugar, then definitely. But yeah, the swishing to activate the uh, enzymes in the mouth to start breaking down those carbohydrates, um, that, that helps a lot. Yeah, you always said, chew your juices and drink your food. Yeah. Chew, chew, chew. So I, yeah. and in all of my programs, I, my people, I mean, they know, I say, number one, read the ingredients. That's my number one, read the ingredients. Number yeah. two, chew, chew, chew. <laughs> you have to chew. No matter if it's food or drink, whatever it is, chew uh, to activate the saliva, the salivary glands. Um, so as I wanted to say something else about that, the detox and the cleansing. Um, so, so a lot of people are afraid, we only have a few more minutes, but a lot of people are afraid to detox. They think that they're dangerous. Um, but I think that some, so sometimes people will get like kind of like the keto flu or flu like symptoms when they're detoxing, 
but it depends on where you're coming from. If you're coming from, um, you know, a breakfast of donuts and lunch is McDonald's and dinner is Pizza Hut. I'm naming all these names. I probably shouldn't be naming commercial names. <laughs> But you're eating like that, and then you switch to a three-day juice cleanse and without, you know, going into fruits and vegetables first, you are going to be sick. Um, Your gut bugs are going to be screaming, I want that fat, I want that fried food, I want, you know, whatever. Um, And so they're going to be screaming, you are going to feel very sick. It's going to be quite a drastic change to go from a standard American diet to a three-day juice cleanse. So what I recommend is that you taper first. You know, if you drink a lot of coffee, start tapering down on your coffee. You're drinking sodas, eliminate the sodas, you know, start eating whole foods for maybe a week and then do your juice cleanse. Um, That will definitely help you with headaches and and nausea and, and things like that. Yes, definitely. Uh, I wouldn't advise a jump from McDonald's to a juice cleanse, like you're saying, because you're going to feel awful. <laughs> yes, yes. And we didn't mention how you need to start with the bowels. You know, if you are eating like that three times a day, what was that? What was that? Don't, did I say donuts? So donuts, burgers, and fries, and pizza. Um, so we don't have a lot of fiber. We don't have a lot of vitamins and minerals. We're probably not going to the bathroom every day. And so, I mean, ideally, you are going to the bathroom after every large meal. That's the way your body works. We talked about that in one of our earlier podcasts. And so if you're not, you want to make sure you're doing that first. Get the bowels moving before you do the juice fast because otherwise you're going to be cleansing and those toxins are going to be recirculated and then you're going to have even more to to detox so make sure that you are going to the bathroom um, first yeah i mean a lot of people recommend to start with a bowel cleanse and that doesn't have to be so you know so involved you can just take the herbs for the bowels and try to eat more raw food I mean, for a lot of people, like you're saying, who are eating the standard American diet, just adding a fruit meal every day is a good place to start. Yes. You know? Right. Well, you don't have to jump in so fast because you'll feel worse and it, it's... Right. Cold turkey, I don't know. A lot of people can't do cold turkey. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, and then you get so sick, you're not going to want to eat that way. Yeah. You'll stop. Yeah. You'll blame it on the food and it's not the food. Any change you can do is better than what you did yesterday. Yes. So so adding the fruit meal or adding the raw salad or adding some raw vegetables first and working your way to that juice cleanse. And then, so we'll have to do another day where we talk about the different components of the cleanse. So not just the the lower bowel, but working our way up. But I think we're just about out of time for today. Do you want to add anything else for about, you know, cleansing and detoxing before we go? Uh, I just would say it's a, it's a marathon and not a sprint. You need to take your time with it. It really, if you really need, if you want to detox, you really need to start looking at the big picture and really it's best to change your lifestyle and live like this on a long-term basis with your plant foods, your exercise, your water, your sleep, you know? Yeah. What are you going to do at the end of the three days? Is, is what people need to look at. You know, do oh, the yes, juice exactly. Cleanse. Don't just do the three-day juice cleanse and go back. Yes, you cleaned everything out, but you need to think forward. You know, what are you going to do after that? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, that's about all we have time for today. 
Um, but our next topic will be on why we cleanse and detox. Um, is it for weight loss or is it for health? Can we do both? Um, so I hope you'll join us next time.